It's February 19, 2020. Welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lam. First up, we've got Melly James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association. She's going to join us to tell us about the upcoming HVCA Entrepreneur of the Year Awards. And then we're going to be joined by Alec Wagner and, of course, uh, Manu Mei Singh from... Purple Maya and Purple Prize. We're going to talk about uh, Kamaka Inana and Purple Prize. Their application is open now. And Indigenous uh, Innovation. A quick programming note. Uh, We gave one of our listeners an opportunity to respond to a show we did a couple of weeks ago with Micronan, and they chose to decline comment. I just wanted to pass that on. First up, I want to let you know about the Spring Break Altino Training for Teachers. There's a two, three-day, three-credit introduction to coding workshops for teachers during the spring break, uh, which starts uh, March 16th for Campbell Kapole Complex. And on Maui, the Maui Complex, it starts on March 19th. There are only 30 seats per three-day training. Uh, teachers can take up to three, uh, t- well, take up to um, three credits. They can sign up via the teacher or the Department of Education's Professional Development PDE3 website. And, of course, you can search for Altino. Mahalo to the sponsors of this program, Kamehameha Schools, Public Schools of Hawaii Foundation, Toyota Hawaii, and the State of Hawaii Legislature so teachers can afford uh, and attend for only $25. It's a three-day, three-credit class. And I will put the link up on our show notes because it's too hard to repeat on the air. Now, I want to welcome Millie James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association. She's here to tell us about this annual event, which is another gala event that she puts on. And it's the Entrepreneur and Tech Awards for 2020. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Bert. Thanks for having me. Now, how many years has this been going on? So HVCA launched in 1988. So we're actually a 32-year-old organization. Our entrepreneur- well, that's about how old you are. Right? That's how old. It's just about. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Bert. Um, but our Entrepreneur and Deal of the Year Awards, we have been celebrating uh, the Deal of the Year and entrepreneurs um, really highlighting successes in innovation in Hawaii for 20 years. So we started our first awards in 2000. So it's kind of a neat year for us, 2020, our 20th anniversary of celebrating uh, very specific successes in innovation in Hawaii. Yeah, this is great. And uh, what are some of the categories that you have as the as the awards are given out? I mean, because there's a, there's a whole slew of them. Yes, we have 13 categories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have Deal of the Year, which we have consistently um, celebrated for the past 20 years. We have Entrepreneur of the Year, Startup Paradise Champion, which is someone in the community that has been really big champion of innovation who's not who's outside of our ecosystem. I, weren't we the inaugural recipients of that award? Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry. Bite marks. Exactly, okay, Bert. Thank Thanks you, for teeing that up. Right, thank you. Um, we also have Island Innovator, so uh-huh. someone who's solving an island problem. Um, within innovation, um, as well as student entrepreneur of the year, tech entrepreneur of the year, um, agriculture, clean tech, as well as investor of the year. I had uh, um, Ian and I were on the TV on TV this morning on Hawaii News Now, and and uh, he, I guess, he got something for like uh, corporate intrapreneur, int- uh, yes. right? And then I think Ocean had got something like uh, I don't know, social social innovative. social impact. Oh, impact. Yeah. So. You have a whole new slew of award winners, I guess, this year. Uh, can you mention any of them that have already been announced? Yes, I can. So we're thrilled to announce that Carbon Lighthouse, which is an elemental accelerator graduate, um, is our Deal of the Year winner mm-hmm. with a $35 million investment 
in 2019. Um, we also have Roxelle Cho, who is Fused Hawaii Entrepreneur of the Year. Um, she is a Native Hawaiian female founder from the Big Island um, and has been incredibly well with her business over the last few years. We also have Startup Paradise Champion, Senator Don- Donovan De La Cruz. Oh, okay, great. Very exciting to, um, to have him join us mm-hmm. and all the great work that he's been doing. Um, as well as uh, Vasilis Sirmos with UH System, who is our investor of the year, um, really looking at UH from not only from an investment capital standpoint, but really with the community education and everything that UH has done to really build up innovation here in Hawaii. So when you say you uh, like the deal of the year, what, what is it that constitutes a deal of the year? Deal of the Year is actually a quantitative award, not qualitative. Um, so it's actually the largest deal transaction that was with a Hawaii-based company mm-hmm. um, in the last year. So that's uh, basically whoever got the most money from whether it's uh, early or VC investment. Exactly. We are the Hawaii Venture Capital Association, so makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything, anything. Uh, this is over at the uh, Wailai, Wailai Country Club, This right? is at Wailai Country Club on Thursday, February 27th. We start at 6 o'clock. Um, if you're interested in innovation, interest, interested in entrepreneurship, interested in seeing what's happening in the ecosystem here, mm-hmm. this is a great way to attend the event, meet entrepreneurs, and get a real um, kind of overview and highlight as we have many finalists and we announced the winners that night for specific categories and it's a it's a lot of fun um hawaii business magazine is our media partner uh system is our title partner um and we'll actually be distributing the hawaii business magazine march issue at the event it'll be the first time it'll be out which will have all of the entrepreneurs a little write-up on all of them as well as the 20 for the next 20 um awardees as well, well. that's good good timing good timing for that now uh this is a yeah actually like you said it's a great celebration of entrepreneurs Entrepreneurship in Hawaii, and I'm, I'm really uh, proud of you, Melly, for you know making this such a, a gala event. Now you have another announcement for Mana Up, which is another gala thing that you do. <laughs> do. And you're well known for. So Mana Up, we're a product accelerator. Right. We work with local product entrepreneurs, helping them scale the global markets, and we are recruiting right now for our fifth cohort. Um, applications are due by March 15th. And our program will start in May. So if you are a product person in the consumer packaged goods, retail, value add food, health, beauty, or home, interested in scaling your business, you're elevating the brand of Hawaii, and you are headquartered here, uh, please check out manauphawaii.com. Okay, very good. So there's two things that we announced. There's HVCA. Where, you, where do you go to sign up for HVCA or check that out? So you go to hvca.org, and all the information is there for the event. Okay, very good. And one more time for Mana Up? Manauphawaii.com. Very good. Thanks, Melly, for joining us. Thanks for having me, Bert. And, of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Alec Wagner and Manu May Singh. Talk about the indigenous, indigenous innovation. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Pacific Database, Chaminade University, and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. My name is Rick Ching, President and Chief Operating Officer of Surfco Pacific Inc. And Surfco is very proud to be an underwriter of HPR. I think the station does such a great job in educating our community, entertaining our community, of course, and just being part of the fabric in this area because this is our home. This is where we live. So it lines up nicely with Surfco, what we're trying to do, and certainly what HPR does. Hawaii Public Radio Underwriting. Your message heard here. Welcome back to Bite Mars Cafe. I am happy to have Alec Wagner and Manu May Singh both joining us here in the studio. Alec is the director of Purple Prize, and of course Manu is with Purple Maya, and he is the Kai 
Kaina. Kaina. Okay. Kaina. Program director, which is kind of an educational program, right? And of course, I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks so much for having me again, Bert. Yeah, thank you so much, Bert. Now, Manu, this is the first time uh, you're on. So tell me a little bit about what you do at Purple Maya. Because, you know, I've always had Alec on. You know, he's always talking about Purple Prize. We're always talking about, you know, all the cohorts and the, you know, the teams. And... Boring. No, 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 not boring. No, no, it's very exciting. But, you know, I don't get to talk about uh, Purple Maya as much. Yeah, so uh, where do I start? So um, Purple Prize is so the... the um, our tech competition, right? And mm-hmm. then on the other end is the education side, mm-hmm. Kaikaina, which means uh, younger brother. So um, on that side, we teach middle schoolers, uh, high schoolers uh, how to code, Native Hawaiian, uh, uh, Pacific Islander, and other kids from adverse backgrounds. We teach all over the islands. So uh, we're on five, we're at five boys and girls clubhouses. We're on KS Maui. Um, we're at a few different sites. Uh, uh, we've got some really great kumu who teach a variety of places. Um, and then we also teach uh, after-school classes at Halawi Nana, which is sort of our uh, – now becoming sort of our flagship mm-hmm. after-school program. So how many how many uh, you know people are part of the Purple Maya sort of teaching squad? Oh, man. We've got like 10 amazing kumu. Uh, they're spectacular. Um, um, and they're shining. And, you know, they really are able to connect with the kids. Um uh, and it's fun to watch. Um, and so they help the kids make, do everything from building games in Unity. Uh, in, in, a, in Anua Nui, um, they're, they're, is a, they're building ma- Maze Runner games. Um, we've got a stellar Kumu in Halawi Nana. Uh, she is doing uh, a comics course right now. Um, and then uh, the Boys and Girls Club is sort of just like, it's just amazing. Um, you can, you're, you're, you're welcome to drop some names if you oh, want thanks. to. Yeah, so you know, J- Jacqueline has been doing great at Halawi Nana. Nate has been doing amazing at Spalding. Kiahi is amazing at Anua Nui. You know, David and Joe on Maui have also been amazing. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And all the other Kumu, um, like one ku- two Kumu, uh, Marianne and Tiana, um, have came up with a Kahulu curriculum, which is holiday building and web design. And so they're teaching at Kamali Academy. Um, and so they teach together once a month, and they switch off. And one day the kids learn how to build Hale, and the other day they learn how to build web design. So the idea is we're really just trying to marry um, indigenous uh, uh, knowledge with uh, technology, right? So we're trying to do both things, which we're, we're, we're saying you can do both. You can learn how to build a Hale, and you can learn how to code. You can learn how to make a lay, and you can learn how to make an algorithm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now, Alec, I mean, in terms of, uh, is, there, is there some uh, paths that cross between Purple Maya and Purple Prize? Absolutely. Um, the Purple Prize, I don't think, exists without Kaikaina. I mean, the organization itself, which was founded in 2013, started with just Kaikaina programs, which were educational, you know, uh, after-school programs for underserved youth, middle school, high school age. The, the question that the founders of this organization asked, um, two awesome Native Hawaiian men who had started uh, careers in technology and have succeeded in those, in those spaces, um, the question that they sort of asked was, what jobs are these kids going to work after we do our jobs and educate them if mm-hmm, we do it well? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and the answer to that question um, at the time was, uh, you know, maybe if, 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 they're, if they're equipped enough with the right skills and the right 
um, uh, knowledge, then then perhaps they're going to actually move out of the state and they, they might go and work at the Googles and the Amazons. Um, and, and, and it just further fuels the brain drain. But what we wanted to try to do was figure out a way that we can hold students here or hold the, um, the outputs, uh, the, the, the uh, talent um, in, in, in the island and help them to, to add value to the place, add value to communities, add value to the economy. And the way that we did that was by thinking about how do we create businesses that these students would want to work work in in the future. And if they're native Hawaiian students and people who are in the native Hawaiian community, do those businesses and can they uh, can they embody the values of the culture? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of what started the Purple Prize, right? Um, and so there is a direct linkage, and hopefully someday, uh, and we're starting to see sort of examples of that now, where students are beginning to actually work in some of these Purple Prize companies. Um, uh, hopefully someday we'll have a direct pipeline from the Purple Prize Kaikaina program into the Purple Prize teams that form companies. And one of those, um, and I'll, I'll also make a shout out uh, to Malka Marketplace, which was a 2019 cohort team. They do a digital marketplace right now. The prototype is in physical. So they do a physical marketplace uh, where they uh, sell uh, local artisan, artisanal products that are uh, f- fairly sourced and um, you know often use uh plants um that are um that are uh, invasive species right right albizia in fact we had yeah. one of the young she was like an intern right at the time right yeah right. at the time she was part of our fellowship program mm-hmm. but now um trinity she she just graduated from kamehameha schools she's going to uh winward and um you know as a as a young as a as a young lady like she is on one of these teams as as a as seriously a equal partner in the company um and that is a testament to her ability um and irregardless of age um uh, she she has shown that um that you can you know, as a young person you can really make an impact and you can really serve as a force in a startup did she startup. did she go through any purple maya uh, programs how was how was that sort of introduction or pathway created she actually came out of nolokai and so we did a partnership oh, with nolokai, nolokai Academy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is on the big island mostly mm-hmm. but they did a program last year on oahu mm-hmm. um and uh yeah it was just awesome it was a great result um and they run an awesome program and they, they recruit some of the best students in the state and we we just gave them a place to continue their educational um sort of uh they do an entrepreneurship education program right uh continue that education uh by working with the purple prize teams and it just so happened that trinity had you know the secret sauce that made malcolm marketplace ultimately win you know uh third place in the purple prize Mm -hmm. now uh uh, manu in terms of some of the students that you've seen go through the program i mean have you seen some that actually have graduated and 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 have shown interest into in participating in the purple prize We've we've actually got one uh, stellar student, um, Albert, who has was uh, uh, was a student. Um, I think he was took a year to two years worth of our after school classes. Mm-hmm. Now, and what school was that at? So I think he is at Assets, but he actually studied Kumu Marian um, okay. at Nana, uh for web design and then VR. And now he's really looking at colleges, and he's thinking about going off to the continental U.S. But our goal is really to figure out making sure that we can sort of get him to come back and he knows that he has a home here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's um, he's finishing up um, an internship with us, and then we hope to sort of keep him on uh, throughout the summer and then give him an opportunity to come back. So Now, now Alec, you know, um, we've talked about the Purple Prize and the uh, sort of the evolution of how 
you started with, you know, just sort of <clears throat> individuals getting involved and trying to bring together uh, like-minded individuals to potentially form teams. How has how has that turned out, and how has that, uh, let's say, evolved? Mm-hmm. Right, and then you're talking about 2019, uh, what took place in the Purple Prize then, and that was even an evolution mm-hmm. from the prize competition right. model that we had in 2016 and 2017. Um, you know, we learned a lot from 2019. We worked with 31 teams. We helped uh, a handful of them incorporate new companies. We helped a bunch of them ideate and create, prototype new products. Um, and uh, in that process, we we really just sort of discovered what, I guess, was needed for this specific stage of team um, and also what we were looking for in founders. Um, working with that many of them, it, it, it definitely tested me as as the person who is kind of um, uh, helping to manage the program. Um, but it gave me a great sort of understanding of of what to be. I mean, you know, who are these excellent founders that we really want to amplify? Who are the me'e or champions mm-hmm. that we want to help to amplify? And so that's what the 2020 Purple Prize is all about. We are amplifying the champions. We are trying to amplify eight teams um, and help them get from an awesome idea for an innovative technology product that positively impacts uh, community and amplifies community or regenerates the ecosystem and the environment. And we want to help them to actually take that product, test it a bunch of times, prove hypotheses, get great mentorship, awesome resources. And we're going to focus on just over-resourcing them with, with great advisors and awesome network um, uh, educational workshop opportunities, um, other opportunities to use software products and whatnot to sort of make them move faster and allow them to prototype things quicker and cheaper, um, and 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 ultimately, um, hopefully, get them to the point where they have enough conviction and enough confidence where, you know, I'm ready to go and uh, and, and and start a company. I'm ready to turn this thing into something that I can go 100% into. Um, and we hope that there's a couple of those that emerge from the program this year, and. Um, and if there are, uh, and we hope that there are eight of them, you know, we hope for a hundred percent outcome. Um, but if 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 there's even one, we're 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 excited about um, we're excited about sort of uh, uh, what the future holds for that team. Mm-hmm. Now, something new that you have uh, done, which I think is is part of this new kind of process that helps feed into the the next sort of uh, iteration of, of Purple Prize, was the Kamaka Inana, right? And so. Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, we had you on the show to talk a little bit about, but now that it's done, I mean, what did it, what did it actually consist of? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually still in progress. So we're just in the second sort of phase of that Kamaki Inanna program. Mm-hmm. But um, what it was was um, actually a product of some of the learnings of the Purple Prize. Um, we, uh, I, 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 my background was I, I came from an impact investment firm in the Bay Area, um, a couple of jobs before the one that I'm currently in now. And when I was doing that job, I learned a fair bit about, um, I mean, some of the existing accelerator models, you know, Y Combinators, and, and of course, there's other ones that are out there. Um, and I tried to uh, import some of those ideas, and that's how I can sort of constructed the idea for, you know, what went into the Purple Prize. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, um, that, that brought in a lot of concepts that were not necessarily rooted in the culture. Um, and so, you know, recognizing that, we we saw an opportunity to maybe redefine what you know design thinking and redefine what that ideation process actually looks like and do it in a way that's closer to the culture and closer to the place. And so this Kamaki Nana program was an output of that recognition. It was an output of us coming to that realization. And what we did in it was we started. Uh, it's a 16 week program. Um, we we start by 
really asking the question of what does design thinking look like in a Hawaiian context. And we help students to understand the design thinking process from a high level, but then to go and listen to cultural practitioners and go out to the Ka'ala farms and go and hear from the Kamu'inoses um, of Ma'o farms um, about how they had how they had done something, how they were inspired, how they had ideated the thing that they did, and then how they went out in the world and implemented it. And mm-hmm. perhaps what happened after they implemented it? How did they continue to iterate that on? And how did they do that in a cultural or community context? And um, so we, we, we taught that to a cohort of um, what started with uh, about um, just over 40 participants. Uh, we did that with a bunch of them. And um, we continued through the program. In eight weeks, we had come up with a design field guide, which was something that for them was uh, a product of all of their knowledge, all the insights that they had gained, and created a process for what design thinking looks like in a Hawaiian context. And that's something that um, you know we'll continue to iterate, and it will be a living document that grows over time. But in learning that by doing, um, that, that prepared them to then go and ideate. So the idea now is to take that original education, bring in a few more students from uh, the university. We, we were doing another um, sort of initiative called New Futures uh, out of the Office of Indigenous Innovation and mm-hmm. the Office of Sustainability at University of Hawaii. Um, and uh, the idea is to pull some students in and then help all of them to together ideate you know, things that are sort of pre-Purple Prize, these awesome indigenous innovations um, that do great things for the community and do great things for environmental sustainability. So, you know, in, in terms of, uh, um, uh, I guess, crafting this process, when you looked at design thinking and and it was probably in sort of the Western context, did you have in mind beforehand what could evolve by introducing more indigenous culture into it, or was it a a real sort of uh, um, learn-as-you-go process? I mean, I think it was a lot of a learn-as-you-go process. I mean, we did this as an experiment. We wanted to see what a design thinking process looked like in our community, in the Kona region, um, in our community that's done both by and for this community. Um, And so it was an exploration for sure. But I think that we did have some initial ideas about why it would be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, in the design thinking process, you have the moment where you're establishing empathy, gaining empathy. Um, and, and that's also core to um, this process that we have sort of seen and, and experienced. But there are different elements of that, and there are cultural practices like Kilo um, or like the idea of Makavalu. Um, and, and those things are... Uh, absolutely um, fundamental. Could you could you explain a little bit more? Kilo, Kilo observation, Makavalu, yeah. the idea of, um, I mean, that's a, that's a term that has maybe several meanings and different interpretations, but um, the, the multiple perspectives, a holistic, uh, a holistic viewpoint. Um, and what it really is, is in the inspiration setting, um, it's, you know, what does, uh, you know, where do I get all my inspiration from? It might come from observing uh, natural processes. It might come from hearing something from a kumu mm-hmm. or hearing something from a kupuna. It might come from a whole bunch of things. Um, uh, and down the line, uh, that's what triggers something. That's what sparks. And inana means spark, uh, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the, the name. That is something that sparks uh, an intuition or um, an idea. And then you go out and you, you try to create that, that idea with the community um, at every stage of the process. Wow, that's, that's great. Now, Manu, I mean, I, I know we were kind of talking about some of the, the, the Purple Prize process and this Kamaka Inana. Uh, 
how much of that has influenced perhaps some of the the training that uh, you folks do with some of the students? I mean, you know, as as there's sort of this cross educational experience happening. It's not just purely a coding class, right? I mean, how do you how do you merge some of the indigenous uh, cultural values into the into the classes? Yeah, no, it's it's not just a uh, a coding class. So uh, off the bat, we try to bring in as many cultural practitioners as we can. Mm-hmm. So we brought in a kumule. Uh, we'll bring in for our next. Uh, j- so for instance, we have a JavaScript course coming up for students. Um, it starts in April, and uh, we're bringing in a uh, kumu who work who can uh, teach hokule. And so our goal is that before they even start learning how to use computers and JavaScript, they first have to sort of make a lay, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can make a lay, you can really program um, because they're, they're, it's algorithmic thinking for both. Um, on Maui, we've got um, s- some stellar eighth graders who uh, have sort of just gotten bit by the entrepreneur bug. Um, and so they're, they're like coming up with these crazy uh, schemes. And now there's a team of five of them. Um, and so, like, when they came out for our fundraiser last year, uh, they were like, okay, this is our pitch. And then they're like, and we're looking for $20,000. You know, so it's kind I of. I remember that. They came up with it? They, yeah. <laughs> that was their idea. Wow. Yeah. And I, I forgot to mention, too, that we actually did have a KS Maui team that participated in the connections phase of the 2019 Purple Prize. Also, five, maybe seventh or eighth graders, seventh and eighth graders. Um, who were working on a, a project uh, that was using sensors or um, uh, using sensors to detect bats as they approach the windmills in, in Maui on the mountain. So, so Manu, how do the students actually get, get sort of pre-prepped or prepped for the actual class? I mean, are, do, do uh, the teachers qualify them? How do they get qualified into the class itself? We, we don't actually... So- we take a holistic approach. Um, for now, there's no sort of testing. It's free as long as, you know, our, the main thing is that we, we do ask if the students show up. You mm-hmm. know, they show up on time. They respect our kumu. They respect our space. They know that they have to have some interest in Hawaiian culture, right? Yeah. So what ends up happening is they end up just self-selecting, uh-huh. right? Those those sort of um, stories are already woven that they spend a lot of time on YouTube or something or they're into gaming and uh, – the culture is already sort of there, right? And they're, they're interested in taking it further. Um, uh, uh, an example of this would be like out in Waianae at the Boys and Girls Club, our Kumu Megan is uh, trying to connect um, uh, Aina-based education with Minecraft, right? Where mm. they try to spend some time outside and then they also go and play Minecraft, oh, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, had, we did an event, uh, um, a Minecraft event earlier uh uh, midway at, at the end of last year, we had 22 students show up, right? And part of it was connecting uh, Lo'i, uh, fish ponds, uh, and then and and Waikiki, like what all the showing the kids an example where all the fish ponds used to be in Waikiki, and then they went out and uh, they spent two hours building a world with fish pond. Oh, that's great! Uh, in Minecraft, um, they took you know, and it was kind of mind blowing their designs and stuff. Now, Alec, uh, I know you know in the last uh, couple second, few seconds we have left, <laughs> uh, you know, where is the uh, application process now for the, your your Purple Prize? Uh, uh, I guess the next cohort, right? The applications are open, and they'll open. They'll they will be open for the 2020 cohort. 
uh, until March 28th. So we got about a month and a half, a little bit over a month. So this is open to anybody who wants to participate? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, the, the staging is relatively particular, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, and, and I would encourage people to check out the website. But what we're really looking for are um, I, uh, excellent teams with ideas for innovative technology products to start and launch, um, who are kind of in this phase to start and launch their mission-driven companies. I'll, I'll definitely put that uh, link up on the show notes tonight for uh, anybody who's interested in the application process. Mm-hmm. Alec Wagner heads up the Purple Prize, and of course, Manu Mei is Purple Maya's Kai Kaina. Uh, program manager, program director, and of course, I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, Bert. Thank you, Bert. And thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we will talk about women in data science. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. And of course, you can reach us and catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. This you